we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. And. Oh. <laughs> Hello, friends. We love the sound of 2018. Mm, get into the sound of 2018. <laughs> well, Chris and I have decided mm -hmm. that it might be part of our dharma on the planet to be uh, rock stars. Yes. So we just like to make sounds whenever possible. <laughs> but we have a special guest today, friends, ladies and gentlemen, friends and pets. We have someone very special that we can't wait to introduce you to. So you are getting, that's right, friends, a threesome on the Create Podcast today. <laughs> You, when you woke up this morning, you didn't know you were going to have a threesome today, and now you are. It's You're having it right now. Um, I'm especially excited for this because um, we are just in this really intense cycle where we are having this full super blue moon, and one of the characteristics of this moon in the sign that it falls in is actually an awakening of feminine energy and empowerment. And so it's so exciting that we have a very special new lady friend of ours to share with you. We have the very special Kaylin Asher with us today, and she is responsible for a little something that she's going to tell you more about, but it's this three-day work week. So she's an entrepreneur, she's a mama, and she coaches uh, and helps women all around the world with understanding how they can also be these powerhouse entrepreneurs without hustle and hard work, which we are all about. So we cannot wait to get into this conversation together. Hi. Hi, ladies. It is so amazing seeing your beautiful faces. I mean, I, I'm used to having your voices just in my ear constantly because I need you with me, like when I'm at the gym or doing things around. <laughs> and it's so nice to how many people we're at the gym with. Because yeah. I'm never at the gym. So I feel like yeah. I feel like I'm kind of getting a workout. But by the way, <laughs> if we are in people's ears if, if while they're at the gym, I just want to tell them right now, they're doing a great job. <laughs> there you, you go. Amazing in those pants. Yes. Everyone's <laughs> checking you out. <laughs> um, Caitlin. Yes. I feel like you're my guru at this very moment. Because I want to know everything about this three-day work week teach me let me yes. some at your feet and educate me in the ways i can improve my life and only work for three days i want yeah. to know all about it oh i will do my best as you know in the time that we have available to share all the things that you could possibly need to do this but it's um for me the really interesting thing about it is for so long i was i've been an entrepreneur for about 10 years trying on all these different businesses trying to find you know my thing you know we all want to find our thing that we're being called to do and what I'm realizing now that I've been living this three-day work week and I wasn't teaching on that at first I was a business coach and everyone I talked to was like but wait what about this three-day work week like what is this that you're living and I'm realizing what I've been living is what I need to be teaching and so in the last six months or so my brand's been shifting and it's all about supporting women primarily. I have a lot of moms, a lot of women still with full-time jobs who have passion projects on the side, figuring out how to find their flow. Because I think so many people feel like they have to put things on hold for someday when it's like, oh, when I have my finances in check, when I have my real job, when I'm finally successful at this thing that I want to be doing, then I'll be happy. Then I'll make time for the relationship. Then I'll have the baby, whatever it is. And what I really feel compelled to 
kind of champion right now is, can we enjoy our life right now while we're living it? Because we never know what's coming around the next corner. So no, why not just enjoy it a little bit more right here and right now? And, and that's the essence of three-day work week. Not everyone I work with has a three-day work week. A lot of women I work with actually were working like 70, 80 hours a week. And they're like, it would be amazing to just work like 40 or 50 hours. And then once we get them there, then they're often like, I'm addicted to this. Let's keep like moving in the direction of, of, of less and more time to enjoy and play. But it's, um, it's really about meeting you where you're at and figuring out what are some incremental upgrades we can make to have you loving your life even more right now without, without these huge quantum leaps, because those aren't generally sustainable. Mm. And how did you discover this? Like what was going on in your life mm. that all of a sudden you're like, yeah. Oh, I can do it different. <laughs> yeah. So it, it actually found me. I, um, I was coming back after taking a few months off after the birth of my first daughter and she's almost, she just turned three. So, um, it gives you a sense of the timeline here. And I was sort of like, okay, I've got this new little person who I want time and energy for, but I have this business that's been my baby for like, at this point, like seven years. And how do I, how do I make this work? And I had some beautiful support come in, um, in from my mom and my sister saying, we will, we'll watch your little baby for, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And that'll give you some time for your business. And you have four day weekends with her. And so right off the bat, the lifestyle piece felt amazing. It was like, four day weekends. Yes. This feels, this feels successful in my body. If I'm able to say like, I work three days a week and have four day weekends. And then it was like, can I make money doing this? Can I actually grow and scale my business doing this? And what I realized is that as I stepped into it, becoming a mom helps you prioritize, obviously. But I, I had limited time for my business. And so I got so clear on my priorities. I got so focused. I wasn't dilly-dallying and like getting distracted by all these shiny objects. And I really started functioning more like a CEO instead of a, oh, I'm just trying to make this work kind of hobbyist entrepreneur. And it had a profound shift. And within six months, I was making more, like double the money I'd been making previously per month, working less than half the time. I was just, I, it felt like magic. It, it felt like magic. And what I've done now is kind of examined the process and now am able to teach it and and help other women move in that direction whatever it is for them whatever that transition looks like you know cutting back Fridays off or if they have a full-time job making use of that pocket of time they have available ah I have so many questions (laughs) that you mentioned that I love is you said it felt successful in my body yeah and tell me about that because that just feels like even just the the uh, consciousness to know what is what your body feels like and actually that that has integrity. Um, yeah. I just love that you brought that up and tell me how that works with, with you and your process. Yeah, so this is a really important conversation and one that I love having with my clients is what is internal success and what is external success? And so many of us are so wrapped up in the external. I, I was too. Like when I was, you know, in my early 20s, just starting on my entrepreneurial journey, it was all about like making money. Like I wanted money. I wanted my community to grow in numbers. And that's all the external stuff. It's like the, the income goals that you have, the, the gigs you want to land, the projects you want to have underway. And then there's the internal piece, which is a lot more subtle, but it's, you can have it so much sooner than the external piece. And the sooner you get the internal in check, 
the faster the external stuff comes, which is really, really cool. And so for me, that feels like it's so hard to describe, right? And it's probably different for everybody, but it's like that feeling of like when you're with someone you love and it's just like, oh, this feels so good right now. Like you ladies hugging each other. I know people listening can't see that, but you guys are being so cute. <laughs> and yeah, that feeling of just like, it's all good. Like an exhale, like not a, not a sigh of relief, but just like a grounded sigh of like, oh, I can let all that crap go and I can just be here and now and everything's okay. I feel supportive. I feel taken care of. I know what the next step is and that feels really good and solid and yeah. And just kind of having that, that assurance that everything's okay in this now moment, everything's okay. And that, that's what success feels like. It's like, I'm totally taken care of in this moment. Mm. Why do you think in your experience, because obviously you're working with women who all find themselves in this dynamic of hustle yeah. find themselves in this, you know, um, this world where it feels like you have to go, go, go and, and get, 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 and do, do, do. So what do you think creates that in us gals? And, and what is your mm. experience of what kind of things your clients share of what, what that process is for them? Yeah. Oh, that's such a good one. Um, so for me, and it's something that's really funny for me to talk about because I think it's the masculine storyline of success that we all subscribe to. And as far as women on the spectrum, like I've, I have a very strong leading masculine edge. I'm very organized in my business. Like I, I can push through when I need to. And that's why I functioned for a really long time. And, and it works, but it doesn't necessarily feel good. And as I step, yeah, right. It's like, it works, but it doesn't necessarily feel good. And maybe for like short bits, but then it's not sustainable. And so as I stepped into motherhood for me, it was this real check of like, okay, you can't keep pushing with this masculine energy. You've got these little beings that you need to soften for. And so when I started bringing more of that into my business and realizing I've been subs like subscribed to this idea that you have to push, hustle, you know, work 24 seven up all hours. And in my body, it just felt gross. I was like, I don't want that to be my life, but if that's the only way to be successful, either I have to do that or I'm never going to be successful. It was like, how are these the only options? And then this thought hit me where it was like, okay, if I get to create my life, if I get to design my business, if I get to intentionally figure out what those pieces are, what my purpose is on this planet, why can't I also decide the way in which I create my success? Why isn't that part, one of the options? <laughs> like, why can't I, why do I get to decide all the other things, but the way in which I create my success is like a one, one size fits all. And that, it doesn't make any sense when you think about it. Ah, oh, you're so right. It doesn't make any sense. Just, just like when we talk with people about what their dreams and their projects are, it's never one size fits all. There, there's no. never one, one road. Yeah. So yeah. when someone starts to work with you, mm -hmm. where do you start? How do you begin? Yeah. So the first thing, and it's so like not sexy or fun or glamorous, but it really works. It's to bring some awareness to what your current habits are. And so I have them do a time inventory and I work with a lot of entrepreneurs, but this could work for anybody. And it's just to stop like once an hour and note in your phone or jot down, 
what you did during that previous time. And so you get a really clear sense of how you function. Are you, are you ping-ponging around between different tasks or are you, are you steady and focused for a period of time? Are you doing a lot of stuff that you aren't really good at and don't enjoy? Or are you having a lot of fun and loving it? You know, like where, where are you on the spectrum? And once you do that for a few days, maybe a week, you have this really rich data of how you're spending your life essentially. Mm -hmm. And once you know that, you can start making some intentional choices, some upgrades that would feel really good. And you can just play with your actual calendar a little bit of like, oh look, like for me, initially it was just kind of like, oh, I was coaching people wherever was best for them. And now I coach everybody on, I coach on an A week and a B week. So A week, I have all my clients, B week, I have nobody. And on my A week, everybody's on Tuesday. (laughs) And so I have them, I'm able to get into that mode, that coaching mode, do what I need to do for them. And then I have spaciousness outside of that. And it's not calling on that energy and I'm not having to shift focus and energy constantly, which is, we need to find that for all of us, especially if you're looking to, to be more efficient and productive and potentially work fewer hours too. Right. So do you find that that shifting back and forth of focus mm. actually in and of itself is, is draining of time and energy? Yeah, I've heard, and I don't know who shared the statistic, but every time we shift focus, we lose about 20% of our efficiency because we're, yeah, it's crazy. I heard it. Oh gosh. It was in somebody else's program that I was auditing and I was like, oh, this is a great stat, but I have no idea who said it or where the research comes from. I hope it's true because it, it seems to be true. I feel it in like when I'm in a day where I'm shifting constantly, I get to the end of the day and I know I was busy, but I don't feel accomplished whatsoever. And then there's other days where I could have focused on just one or two things. And I feel like I feel so good. I feel like I've done so much, even though the number of things wasn't that high, the satisfaction level is super high. Mm. Sure. Now, what about people who might be saying, we well, you know I don't have a business or I don't have mm-hmm. a job, you know, let, let's say maybe it's, it's someone who is, you know, in the position of like being a stay at home mom or yeah. maybe someone who's like up and coming, like I'm in college, you know? Yeah. Um, Do you find that in your experience that what habits and practices you have around your work, you actually have in all areas of your life? So it's actually bigger than just a situation? Oh, for sure. I think the way, what's the quote? The way you do like one thing is the way you do all things. (laughs) I think we, we all have that to a degree. And so... I think anytime you bring more intention and more awareness into anything, I mean, that's the basis of yoga, right? I'm, I'm a trained yoga teacher too. And so it's like when you sit down for class and you have your intention, it infuses the rest of that experience, even if you don't really have much conscious awareness of it. And so when you think about your schedule, your work week, your calendar, and put some some clarity and some intention behind it, I think you arrive on the other side feeling more fulfilled, feeling like you got more out of it what, that, what you needed. And so for a busy mom, maybe that looks like, I would love to have 15 minutes a day just for me. And right now, I don't even know where to find that. So doing that time inventory, you might realize, oh, well, I kind of stopped myself here, here, and here doing these things where maybe I could do all that together and then carve out a little space for myself. Or maybe it would look like asking your husband or your partner or your friend to help out with something. You know, it's, 
it's figuring out that balance of what you're needing and where you can be supported and then putting it together in a way that you you enjoy at least a little bit more and then keep stepping in that direction. That's lovely. Oh, gorgeous. Ah. What do you find with your clients when they really scale down and they start going into those three-day work weeks? Mm -hmm. What is the fruit like for them in the rest of their life? Like, is there a consistent... Mm -hmm thing that you see happen over and over again like what we don't realize is going to happen when we start to change how we function yeah I think there's I think first and foremost when they get really clear on how they want to be working what they want their businesses to look like they start feeling that success internally, which, which we were talking about earlier, which has this ripple out effect in the external. So they're hitting these milestones that previously, previously eluded them. Their op opportunities are opening up. People that they desired to work with are asking to work with them. You know, like there's these crazy shifts that seemed like, oh my gosh, how would I ever have made that happen that just start happening? because they put themselves in the flow of it. Because that's what finding, for me, having this ideal work week, having this three-day work week, it puts me in the flow. It puts me in touch with my best energy, my best hours, my best self, and so that I'm able to show up from that place. And when you're showing up from that place consistently, good things happen, better things happen, things you can't even imagine. And so I think a lot of the women that I work with, they come into it being like, oh, I want to have my first six-figure year or, you know, some big milestone. And what they leave with, it's often, yes, okay, that's, that's in the works. But the, what they really love is like, I feel so present with my kids and I feel so happy and I get weekly massages now. And I hired a virtual assistant to handle all that stuff that used to distract me and overwhelm me. And my clients are getting better results. And my husband and I have date nights and more sex. You know, it's like all this crazy stuff that it's like, how could by talking about designing your ideal work week or putting some intention behind that create this ripple out effect? But it's because they're taking some power back and thinking about how they really want to be living, essentially. Well, and I know that, you know, you know this about us, but we love teaching on the masculine and feminine. Yeah. And everyone has both energies inside of them. Mm -hmm. And it just so happens that, as you said earlier, we really do glorify and how we yeah. deserve the masculine energy is like New York City. It's, it's mm. hustle and it's passion and it's motivated and it's sexy and it's getting out there and it's doing all the things and it's fast and it's furious and there's nothing wrong with New York City. Yeah. But we also want to describe the feminine energy as Hawaii. Yes. Flow and juicy and intentional and generous and nurturing and listening and um, and ease. And so, yeah. if if we by nature are already really a go getter and want to make things happen, then probably yeah. we already have enough of that healthy masculine energy. In yeah. So we always like to redirect people to say, "Can you hold one in each hand?" rather than demonize one, but when you can first go into your listening mm -hmm. 
that we talk about taking time in the morning to just listen, to be still and to be quiet and say, show me, mm -hmm. show me and make it so clear that I can't miss it. What's one little action step I could take today? What's, what's one thing I could do? Uh, and then when you come from that place, then you don't have to take every action. You just take one action. You just take the yeah. action. And so there is an energy of simplification, but I know that even for someone like me, who's very hustle oriented and very A-type, it almost causes in me the anxiety of not enoughness that I think mm. many of us feel as women just in in like our cellular body, there's an energy of not enoughness. And if I only be prettier, skinnier, better, more, then someone will love me and I will be worthy. Yeah. Like when our schedule feels like not enough, Mm -hmm. And it amplifies that not enough anxiety that lives inside of us. So mm. I can imagine that people come up with a lot of resistance and excuses of here's why I can't possibly only work three days a week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. It's a lot of people, especially um, women entering their businesses, it's like, well, I'm too new in business for this. I can't possibly just work three days. And, and ultimately my biggest dream for the women that I'm working with is for them to create whatever is right for them. You know, if a three-day work week is calling to them and that's what feels appropriate, then yes, we'll move in that direction. But first and foremost, let's land on what feels truly appropriate for you. Because maybe you're not a mom with kids and have a husband and maybe working five days a week feels full and perfect and you just want to have your weekends for with your girlfriends. And that's fantastic. And so landing on what really makes sense for you and honoring that I think is, is the first piece that we, we all need. And then getting yourself some role models and some examples of women who are making it happen with that really like happy, healthy work-life harmony, I think is really key because I know for me, that's one of the first things I did is I was like, is anybody actually making this work in this way? And then as I started having the conversation, I realized that so many of the women that I admired in their businesses actually were pretty much doing a three-day work week, or at least that part-time hours, working about 20, 25 hours, and they have time for their, their kids and their husband and travel and all of these amazing things. And I was like, oh, okay, it's, it's proven. And it's definitely possible and and now i can i can live into that even more because i believe it that much more and do you work with multi hyphenates people that have maybe three different things that they do um and and have you worked around those kind of challenges before so someone who yeah. like like is has has two businesses as part of what they mm -hmm. do yeah that is and so many creatives are like that where i think most entrepreneurs, most people with their own businesses or have, who have created their work are multi-passionate. That's why they've created their work. It's like there wasn't a job, there wasn't a box I could just fit into. And so that comes down to um, what we were talking about earlier is if you're constantly shifting focus, if you have two or three things that you do and every day you're rotating through those two or three things, you feel like you're just like, even as you can see, I'm like doing that like tumbleweed motion with my hands. That's what you're energy would feel like. That's what your head would feel like, just like spinning out of control. I think in that way, you have to figure out what 
are the best hours or the best days for those things. Like if you have creative projects that work best in your morning hours and then maybe some kind of group collaborative thing, maybe in the afternoon when your energy starts to dip, when you come together with your people, you're lifted back up. Maybe you're a night owl and you tap into like, you know, the divine connection as, you know, everyone else goes to sleep and you feel like you have a direct channel. Maybe that's a time that you need to capitalize on for a certain thing you've got going on. And so it, it does take some play, right? This isn't about like, oh, I need to jot the, you know, write this down and then live this exact thing every single day. It's not about rigidity, but having some structure is really helpful. I mean, if you think about a river, without the banks on a river, that, that energy, that flow, that focus would just dissipate and fall away. But when you put some structure around it, the flow is able to happen. And so that's what we're looking for. Not, not rigidity. I mean, the river bends and changes. And when you chart the course over time, it does transition. But finding some workable boundaries that protect your personal time, your professional time, and and testing them out and seeing how it feels and then adjusting where necessary and as needed and giving yourself permission to do that. As you know, if you're tired one day, take more time for rest. If you're super energized, work more hours. You know, it's just, it's being in conversation with yourself essentially and, and getting clearer on that. Well, and that just feels like the feminine way, right? To have yeah. intimacy with mm -hmm. your body's wants and needs and desires, mm -hmm. which yeah. is actually like our superpower as ladies. We are so mm -hmm. tapped in, or we have at least the opportunity to be so tapped into our feeling zone, to that flowing mm -hmm. water energy inside of us, to our intuition, to our magic. And, and when we can create from that place of like following that, that inner urge and like you said, the wisdom of the body yeah. that feels good and, and letting your feeling tone be the guide of when you get into gripping and when you're totally in that flow, relaxed state. Yeah. Yeah. Now, can, can you tell um, our listeners where to find you? Like if, if they've listened and they're like, this is who I need to work yeah. with. <laughs> I'm I need her podcast. I need her coaching. I need, yeah. what are your offerings and how can people get more of you? Yeah, sure. So you can find me and, and everything I do at kaylinasher.com. And I'll spell that because it's crazy spelling. C-A-I-L-E-N-A-S-C-H-E-R.com. And that's where you can connect with me personally. Um, it's where you can see what I offer in terms of coaching, in terms of my programs. Um, you can find my podcast episodes. And I just interviewed these two lovely ladies. So you'll be able to listen to them over there as well. If you love them, you can follow them all around the podcast world and um yeah that's that's my that's my online hub and that's where my community gathers and i would love to support anybody who's listening to this and feeling like they need a little bit more help in this area of an intentional design behind their work week and their life it's um it's what i love talking about what do you find is just the best part about being kayla nasher oh my goodness i'd say the best part right now is um is being with the little the little ladies that I've created. <laughs> they're they're really awesome and they surprise me every day. And it's amazing when you when you become a mom or even when you're around little children, like they come fully formed with their own agenda. <laughs> and so it's um 
and it's really cool doing the work that I'm doing. I'm realizing more and more how much I need to be doing this to show them what's possible for them mm -hmm. for being um, in, in the design of their lives as they get bigger and realize that, um, that mom does her own thing. I mean, my, I, I could hear them outside the door actually. <laughs> and, and my one, my older one, she's like, mom, mom, don't go to work. I'll miss you. And I was like, honey, you don't understand. Mom's three-day work week where she goes upstairs in the office is totally different than a lot of other moms. And someday she'll get that. But uh, it's, um, yeah, it's really cool. It's an honor being, being their mom. And it's really cool doing the work that I do and serving the women I connect with. Oh, and I love thinking in the same way that our children come fully formed. Oh, yes. Knowing exactly how they want to be in this world. Mm -hmm. All of our dreams and ambitions and desires and passions come in that way, too. Yeah. You can be brave enough to go in, as you said, the inner, the listening, the mm -hmm. how do you want to be grown in the world? And it will never yeah. come through us trying to control it or maybe. No. No. Mm. <laughs> and if you could just leave with our, our viewers, our, our listeners with uh, just one, one tidbit of if they wanted to get started on, on even a, a change in thinking around this, would there be just kind of one tip that you would leave people with to, to get started while they're waiting for their Tuesday to get in touch with you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, this is something that I, I love sharing with the women of my community and my clients. And I say, I've said on a lot of podcasts, but I think it's so true. It's that the journey has to align with the destination. And so if you're looking down the road, hoping to feel successful and abundant and happy and free and creative and all of those wonderful things, but you're in stress and struggle and worry, the two aren't in alignment and there is no way to get there from here. And so how can we start shifting? What ways can you support yourself? What changes can you make so that the journey that you're on aligns with that destination and, and you can feel good right now and every step of the way on that journey. We want to feel good right now. Right now. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. What a delight you are. I'm so grateful that we got in touch and we know who you are and just we're so grateful. Oh, thank you. Yeah, right back at you. This is such a pleasure. I'm such a fan of your work and your podcast and it was it was so nice seeing your smiling faces as we're chatting here and to have this conversation with you. Thank you. So lovely. So thank you again, friends. That is uh, Kaylin Asher. If you want to get in touch with her and kaylinasher.com, you had said. Yep. Um, so uh, feel free to, to rewind for that spelling and definitely find her friends because she is not only beautiful and luminous, but she is a smart cookie. So <laughs> just like, I just want to say how pretty she I know. is. <laughs> and she's really smart, but she's so pretty. Oh, oh you're so kind. <laughs> definitely go shopping with you. I can yeah. tell from the scarf that you're wearing that your yes. style is on Point. That's right. Yeah, I um, I do have some really cute things in my closet. I'm not wearing them right now because today was a coaching day, so I was just like all cozy in my office with the snow outside. But it's uh, well later yeah. when you're wearing your cutest outfit, you can take pictures and send them to us. I will. I have cute pictures on my website, so if you want to see if you want to see what uh what I look like when I'm all dressed up and looking adorable, you can head we there. Love to yeah. <laughs> Um, thank you friends for listening. Thank you for embracing Kaylin Asher into your hearts 
And she has so many wise words for us. So many. And if you guys want to check out some of our wise words, we have a few. Uh, you can go to our website, www.thecreateseries.com. We'll have our online video series that really goes with Caitlin's work so well of how to take a dream into manifestation, how to how to create something with fun and play and joy and pleasure. It doesn't have to be work, friends. So if you want seven hours of Kristen and I in cute outfits telling you about that, yeah, you can find that on our website as well. And we would love to share that with you. You can actually follow us all over the world if you want to. <laughs> Like, like the Grateful Dead has followers. <laughs> if you'd like, you can follow us. And I promise we're a good time. That's it. Uh, thank you again so much. Thank you, listeners. Uh, we love you. And we wish you nothing but uh, a fun, juicy three-day work week. <laughs> all the dreams, all the magic, all the fun. If you want to know about the Create Workshop series, you can go to www.thecreateseries.com And if you want to know more about us, you can go to kristenhenge.com or natalieroy.com And if you want to come to Create, you can go to The Actors Green Room in New York City um, and it is Sunday nights from 7pm to 9pm and Tuesdays from 11am to 1pm And their website is www.theactorsgreenroom.com and you can buy Create On Demand if you don't live in New York City. Woohoo!